0: Hi, I'm Daniel. In a lot of the sermons we have at Kai Alpha Milwaukee, the speaker will have a few discussion questions for those in attendance. After the sermon, I sit down with pastors and directors of Kai Alpha Milwaukee, Jeff and Catherine Winkleman, to further this discussion. This show is designed to take the questions we've had in service and go deeper. And what better place to do this than the Winkleman's home, the Cambridge Cottage? Welcome to After Hours at the Cottage. Advisement to those who are listening to this, um, we are a few weeks removed from uh, Catherine, your sermon on September 29th, which, which was Acts 2, um, verses 42 through 47. Yeah, just giving the listener a little, um, little heads up. Yeah, a little heads up. Yeah, disclaimer. That. Right, disclaimer. So, um, the two questions that you posed at the end of your sermon um, were, what would our community look like if we let Jesus transform us, that was the first one. And so um, that's really similar to the other question that we ended with on the last um, After Hours at the Cottage. Another disclaimer to our listener, we might be, you might be getting similar answers, um, but we thought it would be worth um, answering. Were you gonna say something, Catherine?
1: Um, I, I was gonna say absolutely not to, am I gonna say something, but to, work. it's a good question to talk about. Um, I don't remember what we talked about the last time we did our discussion. A minute. But I'm sure somebody my guess is Nina's gonna hear this yeah. and she's gonna she's gonna tell me how similar or different they are. Um, I can see that. Which is awesome because I know she's been following along. Thanks, Nina. Yeah, thanks Nina. Yeah, we're just gonna start doing shout outs, yeah. not playing favorites here.
2: No, but hey, but the question. Up, you know?
1: So what would our community look like if we let Jesus transform us? Uh, last time we answered, what would the, how would the world change if we chose Jesus daily? So I think they are different, but there's a lot of overlap. But what would our community look like if we let Jesus transform us? I think the first thing that comes to mind, I love, um, I love the idea of community here because we're, we're all needed. If we want our community to change, like we're in this together, we're doing this together together together. We're letting him transform us. And I think that's encouraging because it can be kind of scary letting Jesus transform us. But we're doing it together. We're going to together be scared. Just kidding. We're going to together walk down. You can't see it, but Jeff's laughing. <laughs> walk down this journey of letting Jesus transform us.
2: Yeah. Uh, and and now that we've been a few weeks into the semester, I uh, know we're recording um, several weeks in. Um, we we begin to witness this reality of Jesus transforming transforming us through community, um, and this actually happened a few weeks ago. Um, but about him tearing down walls, not only inside of us, but I think if we're talking about our community, what would look like tearing down walls between people, tearing down emotional walls, tearing down um, uh, maybe rivalries or that concept, right? Um, and and in this passage, we just see so many beautiful. Um, like phrases of what this community became as they were sharing and as they were filled with awe, they're breaking bread, they're teaching, they're devoting themselves, right? There's just, the language here is really beautiful. Um, and so I, I love that part of like what, what our community would look like, man, it would be a whole lot more free. I think is the word I, I think of.
1: And, people's needs would be met as well. Like if you read this passage, they're meeting people's needs. They're selling property and possessions to give to anyone who has need. They're praying together. They're seeing wonders and signs and miracles. And you can't have miracles if you don't have problems. And so it's, it's great seeing these people come together, um, and take care of each other.
0: Yeah, you kind of you just said um meeting needs. What do you think is um something that a college student specifically here in Milwaukee that um can meet a need whether it's another student or um someone they see on the street. What do you think's uh something that they can do uh any time of the day or um during the week?
1: I I think and this is going to this is not fully answering your question, but the biggest I think I think is to listen. Like if there's somebody so, so who, somebody yeah, really right? Yeah. yeah, listen. If somebody has a need, it, it's so easy for us to assume we know what somebody else's need is. We know what they need. We think they need food. They need this. They need help studying. They need tutoring. But so often there's something else, there's something deeper and being willing to listen. Cause maybe someone needs a meal, but maybe more than that, they need a friend or maybe somebody needs tutoring, but maybe more than that, they need to be reminded that they are an awesome person and they're a good student and being willing to listen and just, and not just assume that we know what they need.
2: Yeah. Um, and, and we've identified some key things, not only like needs on our campus, um, things like Food scarcity is an actual thing on our campus. Um, A lot of students don't have enough food. Uh, We also know loneliness is a, a felt need on our campus. For some reason, we're a really big campus, but yet so many students walk through their day without ever talking to anyone longing for a friend, even though they're surrounded by people. And so we've, we've recognized those needs. And, and we've also recognized we live in it, we're, we're an urban campus. We have, we're in the heart of a city. And so you see di- different things as you go about your life in a city. And you might be able to put your finger on some needs as you walk by. But I think, yeah, at the bottom of this, what Catherine was saying about this idea of listening is really the, the, the key of what it means to meet someone's need is to know that person. And, you know, you can get to the root of maybe even why and have compassion. Like, I, I think especially if you're going to drive past someone getting on on the highway right at Locust and and 8th Street when you're riding to you get on the highway, there's always someone there. Um, and and sometimes the easiest thing to do is to asking
1: for money for those who are missing the context of that street corner.
2: Yeah. Uh, panhandling. And uh, it might be easy to roll down your window and, and throw some dollars in there. Um, and that's not even, a, like, the worst thing, right? We can talk about uh, what the best way to, to meet the needs of our city. But um, but I also think uh, the the baseline need of, of knowing this person and being able to listen to their story and what got them there and just having, having them have a friend, I think, is really, really critical.
1: Which, within our own community, so within Chi Alpha, within um, our students, as well as our students' friends in their circles we're seeing this. We're seeing this. We call it honor. We see this in the form of honor, which we can't even take credit for. This is something we learned from people higher up in Chi Alpha. And we're like, hey, that, that's a good idea. Let, let's let's do that too. But we're seeing that as students are getting connected, they may or may not believe what we believe as far as faith in Jesus but they see that there's something different. If you ask any of our students who have been around, they know and they trust that they are loved and cared for and they will be honored. Our students know that if they're talking to somebody and they walk away, they don't have to wonder what's being said behind their back. And that's something that has been our students have been working hard on for the past few years and we've really see that play out this year as we're having new students, not only see that but point it out and say this is awesome and I think that's a huge part of how Jesus has transformed our community over the past three years but I also think it doesn't stop there because we've not arrived it's not like great we honor each other Um, and so yeah letting him speak to how does he want to transform us moving forward
0: is there something else whether it's in Chi Alpha or just in Milwaukee in general that you feel like he has said he wants to transform Mm. or that he wants to change?
1: I think we're seeing topics and subjects be so polarizing that I think a lot of people feel a little lost in the middle because we paint these things as it's this or it's that. Do you agree with me or are you an evil person? But so often I think, students and people see nuances and don't know how to voice those nuances and so I think something that's been on our hearts recently is creating a space where people can have those discussions um, and be in relationship and friendship with people who see the world differently and walk away from those conversations and still be friends and know that I mean it, it ties back into honor but know that they can express their thoughts. They can ask their questions without a fear of being torn down or had their had someone roll their eyes at them or think that they're an awful person because they're not sure what they think or believe.
2: Yeah, we, we did a session at our fall retreat a few weeks ago um, titled um, Convictions with Compassion, and our hope was to help students see the the need that we need to... N- have compassion. Have a compassionate and honoring view of our opponents' arguments. If we are posi- have a certain position, having that compassionate perspective towards someone who op- who has an opposing perspective, and knowing how to honor someone in that, because yeah, like Catherine was saying, a polarized world has created so many dividing lines that uh, one uh, you can often get. Um, become blind to your own biases if you just live in a certain current um, but then to if you are in the middle feeling fearful is so that's a need I think we have seen and we are uh, we are hoping and believing that Jesus is working and pulling down that wall piece by piece as we talk about honor as we talk about let's get to Jesus and just to him because um, he does a he does a beautiful job of uniting people that's what he says he does um, we're, we're not very good at bringing unity ourselves but Jesus is awesome at it. So let's get to Jesus and he can help us uh, build some bridges on that.
1: I think that also touches anxiety as well. Not that it's the cause of anxiety, but anxiety is huge in our world today, huge on the college campus. Um, Probably many of you listening would say, oh yeah, that's me. I, I also deal with anxiety. And I think this adds to it. I think this stress and these polarizing topics add to it, even if even if we know what we believe i I think it does um, add to the anxiety
2: and And with all this, like these are some needs that we maybe have identified that I don't know if everyone's going to say they feel, right but we we perceive that this is out there. This is a cultural tension that we see, and we want to help people essentially see it as well. maybe they don't even see it. Uh, that polarization that's happening and how that affects community because it radically affects community and is destructive to Jesus' community.
0: Um, So, Jeff, you kind of just said it that, like, uh, some of the people that are listening may not feel that what you guys have said are um, the need for um, them or for their, uh, let's say, their, their roommates or people around them. So what do you think... Um, their part is in the transformation of our community. This is the second question that Catherine posed. What's your part in the transformation of our community? So I think at, uh,
2: maybe this is the bottom level, the bottom level of our posture, of our heart, Um, that we, if you can imagine yourself with your hands kind of outstretched, open, palms up, right? It's like, whatever is in my hands I'm gonna I'm gonna give to you Jesus and that surrendered open heart is like that's what we all like need to have when we're like not sure what to do where where am I on this is this me um what we need is is Jesus uh, to be able to be have an open heart to let Jesus speak to where we're at. And whatever's in our hands, we're open to him taking or or giving to us and helping us know how to hold it better
0: um, with his intention, with his heart. Well, cool. Thanks, Jeff. Um, really appreciate that answer. Um, Catherine, you wanted to end this by giving our listeners a book recommendation?
1: Yeah, a book or like three books. I mean, um, my favorite podcast ends with book recommendations. So Yeah.
0: Full send, all of them.
1: Um, so I, I think the first book, this, this book, these books aren't necessarily about Jesus transforming us. But as we talk about these, this idea of polarizing topics, the book that comes to mind is The Coddling of the American Mind, which is really good. And they talk about this tension of what we w- how our world is going in with these polarizing topics or how we got here. Um, so I think that would be a great book to read, even if you don't agree with everything the authors talk about. I mean, I never dis- I never agree with everything an author talks about, but it's a really good book. I also think the book we're going through now reading while black, while it doesn't address this specifically, it's been a really good book to help us see different perspectives within the Bible, Esau McCulley he is he's writing to a black audience um, but in a way that's very helpful whatever race you are and so that's been a really great book um, as far as a book relating to Jesus transforming us I don't know Jeff what do you
2: I mean the one that comes to my mind which is related i think is emotionally healthy spirituality that's what i was thinking um which we just read as a staff last month and yeah really helpful in in examining what's going on on the surface of our own emotional life and our emotional maturity um so uh there's been some great things i've gleaned from it that um the lord is is transforming me in and uh, wants to transform our community through um talking about emotional health that's something we really need today
1: yeah that's that's what i was thinking of so that works great this idea that we need in order to be spiritual health spiritually healthy we also have to focus on our emotional health
0: sweet well thank y'all for talking and uh i'll see you uh soon like right around the river bend right around river bend
1: bye dan thanks
0: thanks for listening guys